have you used the mutant much? Yes. Okay. Have <laughs> this is like this is probably too specific of a question you you wouldn't remember, but like is have, there like an audio bug with yeah. the mutant when you shoot have, it when you die? Or have something? you ever felt like people knew where you were when you had it? <laughs> because there is a bug right now where sometimes when you shoot the mutant, everybody else except you hears the mutant on full auto, never ending until you do something else with your hands. <laughs> All right. Are you kidding me? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, an Escape from Tarkov streamer and YouTuber. And I'm Veritas. <laughs> I, I'm... I need... I needed Jesse's... his ray of sunshine smile <laughs> in my life right now, because I've... I've never wanted, and I don't condone... I'm trying to picture whatever the cutest animal is. I don't want to say any specific animal, because then I'll actually feel bad. Like, I don't want a concrete example, but yeah, yeah. something really cute and fluffy. Yeah. I, I, right now, the, the idea of like, just, you know who Adam it? Vinatieri is? No. Oh, okay. Well. Is this another wrestling thing? I don't, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> No, I was, he's a, he was a field goal kicker for the Patriots. Oh, well uh, then I, now I can, <laughs> I can understand. Oh God, I'm just fucking like. Cause you listen, I. Cause you've been live for a while, people. right? Like this isn't you just hopped on for the podcast. You've been live all day, right? I've been live for six hours. I was live yesterday for seven or eight hours for like ten hours the day before. Um, I, I know, I know that. Um. <laughs> that that some people, I, I'm I'm gonna try to do my best not to be too negative, Nancy, because I know a lot of people don't like it. Uh. But man, fuck me if I'm not back down in the the deepest depths of hating everything about this game right now. Mm. Like I find it, I'm I'm back to where I don't I don't understand how anybody plays it, uh. like and has any amount of success. Yeah. Like every now and then I get I'll get raided, you know, and somebody will come in and be like, "Oh, how are your raids?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, they were good, man." I'm like, I'm sorry, did you say they were good? Wait, how? Because it's like impossible. Yeah. It's it's impossible for me to to have a good raid. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So what has it been? I mean, you the, <laughs> the first note in our notes is is it well? So what what like you've been playing a lot today? Just I wrote game, game equals bad game in equals all caps. Bad. In our notes, he, he put all these bullet points of things we could talk, and I just hit enter and moved them all out of the way and just wrote game number equals one. Bad. Game equals bad. So like, <laughs> like I mean, I see a lot here: stutters, network, cheaters. So the the performance is, I'm, I'm experiencing client side stutters again. Really? Like, like it's fucking 1999. I opened like going out of style. I opened I opened up the game earlier today to just like. Uh, swap some things around in my hideout crafts and there was an update so I like I wonder if they like mess something up or oh, it's, it's been like this for the last week okay for me um I, I've been experiencing now it's it's only like a couple an hour but still, I mean, it, still it was freaking... like there was 
there was none for six yeah. months. And when you wait a, like, you know, seven, eight, nine minutes to get into a raid, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you can only do three raids an hour if they're successful, three to four. So that means like one to two of your raids, you're experiencing stutters, which could be potentially raid ending. So that's, yeah. And then the players that I see or the scabs I see, especially now that I've been doing, I see it, I see it a lot more because, because I'm doing, I've uh, been doing scab runs just all over the place, whether yeah, it's like yeah. reserve or even factory. That's a lot more time for me to see other players running around, which is oh. the thing that, that made me, you know, when I played oh, with you, that yeah, was when yeah. I had the light bulb moment. So now it's like, yeah. we wiggle and then I see them turn and fucking treadmill for, and then it's, it's like, I've been seeing that a ton what? since you like, because I play Tarkov duo all the time, but ever since you've brought that up and especially like this wipe, I've been like paying attention to it to see. And it's dude. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> I mean, we're definitely in more often than not. Like if you're with somebody like almost every single time, whether it's geeks or saleable, they sprint off in front of me at some point during their stride, they'll treadmill and then and catch even back if up. It's, and even if there's not like the treadmill, it's like, the footsteps don't match up with the movement. Like they are moving yeah, yeah. slower than, which it's is weird. just like, I was it, on it's a, almost like the server's like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, I'm, oh, I'm behind. Oh, I'm behind for, uh, you know, 12 milliseconds. It's yeah. just constantly. I was on a scav raid on reserve and we, it was scav army. We had this freaking PMC pinned and I like peeked the corner. I'm like tap, tap, tap on his head. And like, I'm peeking him through a window and he treadmills through the window and I'm like tap, tap, tap. And then he's out the door like complete 180 to me out of my peripheral vision and shoots me in the side of the head. And I was like, <laughs> like it's been, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been, uh, that plus been getting stutters absolutely rough. That, so the net code, the stutters, and then so, uh, and then of course the sound, um, on factory and, and shoreline, shoreline. and I mean, even reserve has kind of always yeah. been a little bit fucked with like the underground. And I mean, just like, yeah, I can't, I'm back to the point where it's like, I don't trust my eyes. I don't trust my ears. Yeah. I don't trust my, any of my senses, any of my intuitions. Yeah. And also when I die to players, so much of the time, it's like just questionable to me that yeah. now, and for whatever reason, whether it's they're cheating or because bugs made them sus or whatever, yeah. it's just, I don't trust anything. And yeah. It, it all comes down to like, how do I explain this? It's so funny because there are times where like I'm fucking playing and people are like, dude, you're a god. And I, I mean, I don't think I'm particularly yeah. great at the game, but I, I think I have, you know, I, sure. I feel like I am, you know, decently skilled. Played whether long enough time to have some chops. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, there are times where, where my reaction time and stuff is like crazy and it can be fast and I'm like, oh shit, that was sick. And then there are other times where like, I can completely outplay squads and all the things I'm doing. It's like, I'm going to go this way and they're not going to be able to hear me because I know how yeah. the sound works and they're not going to be able to see me and they're not going to think. And then it works. And it's like, Oh my God, that was great. And then there are other times where it's like, everybody seems like they're 19 steps ahead of me. And yeah. the thing is, is that whenever that comes up, everybody's, they instantly, it seems like, or the, the the people that I don't know, maybe like don't know me or haven't seen me play forever, like fall back on the idea that, oh well, dude, I mean, like 
that guy just anticipated what you were going to do. Yeah. And like he just outplayed you in a way that doesn't make sense to you. And it's like there's not much you can do in this game that yeah. I haven't done myself or seen been done before. Yeah. Um, so there are certain things that people do that that literally to me make no sense. Yeah. Unless they have a fucking radar. Yeah. Or wall hacks or they like I, there was a sound bug and they could hear me running yeah no matter where i was which it like there are all kinds of sound bugs but it's almost always not you you on the receiving people, end yeah, <laughs> like it's benefiting not, it's not that you you very rarely ever hear people that you shouldn't where they are Usually you hear yes. people where they're not. Yes, when that's you a shouldn't. great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. There's, there's never been an issue where you're like through an entire building, you can hear somebody running. Because I would be like, I assume they're behind me, underneath me, above yeah. me. Like they're not going to be where they are because I wouldn't be able to hear anybody there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So... And and I know again, like I'm not saying everybody that kills me is a cheater. Of course, you know, like I can already read the comments about I'm just salty and I'm just bad and you know whatever. But it's like, it's it's just like that overnight. And and, and here's the thing is that over the over like a week, two weeks, I started having all these experiences, and then also people have been coming in more and more and more and more saying, it "Seems like there's a lot of cheaters," and yeah. it seems like there's. Uh, a shit ton of stutters and I'm constantly having network issues getting disconnected like way more yeah so w whatever's going on I don't know but yeah I just feel like it's on a downward spiral yeah we're having bugs that have been solved for a year or six months all of a sudden come back <clears throat> come back Some things that yeah it's stuff just... like stutters it, it definitely feels like this huge jumbled mess where once again that that kind of analogy of spaghetti code comes into mind because like because yeah, like I I have the clip and I put it in one of my videos of it was like day I legitimately think day two of the wipe. It was really early. I was playing with geeks and it was my first shoreline raid and we went to resort. And it was like it's like a two minute clip of like, wait, is that you? No. You're on you're not on second? No, I'm not on second. Or you're on second though. No, I'm on first. Wait, did you just are you unlocking Wait, you're on three ten? You know, like, like uh, just like a minute and a half solid of that went, and that was us realizing that the shoreline audio was so bad, and then we were both just so confused because it was like, wait, I don't think anybody would say that shoreline audio was ever perfect, but like, how did we go backwards? You know what I mean? Like, how, it was, it like, was never, that's what it was, was never that bad. But yeah, that's what was weird. It was like, oh man, it was like, wait, how do we go? How did we go backwards? Like that was like, a, it was. We were we both play shoreline so often and so often as duos. We're so used to the audio, even if it's broken. You know what I mean? We're so used to what the old audio was. It was just so confusing that like certain things felt like they got worse and in, instead of staying the same or getting better. And it was just like holy shit! I just had an epiphany because hmm. I, I was experiencing something the other day where I was. I don't think I was streaming, but I was running outside from one of the wings. Okay. And I got to like the helicopter yeah. around that area out front of the resort. And all of a sudden the outside audio kicked in. Oh, yeah. Imagine if like they just have a typo where wherever they place the audio occlusion layers just got shifted oh, like 7,000 units in front. So like, holy it's cow, probably, it, could, it could be something like that. It could be something that, that simple. There is a spot. I need to in, go test it out. There's a spot in the admin. So you know how you like. 
you go from either one of the wing down the glass hole to admin then you go up turn around and go up again when you're going up you hook right and you go around and buy the couch if you nestle yourself in the corner of the couch by the duffel bag outside audio turns on you hear the birds chirping and everything and you take one step and it's like whoo. we take one step wonder, back and it's like, if, like and i'm like that was never here whole, before the whole geometry because i mean honestly like they they the occlusion layers are they're just virtual boundaries they literally like you might as well effectively if, if they could go in and paint a wall and say this is like a, a sound yeah, yeah. wall it's something that the game that the programming environment sees but we don't see yeah you want those to be overlapping with yes like, the physical, with the physical wall. walls it could just be that they're not like something nudged them and they moved Bro. over whether it's like a typo or some uh, some bug where they changed a constant value yeah or, because stuff like that would almost make more sense because it's it's just East Wing. Or at least East Wing is so much worse than West Wing. Like, so much worse than West Wing. I was leaving West Wing when I had that the thing where I heard okay. the, the audio kick in out, way out front. West Wing might be bad, but me we were playing. And it's like, if you're on the first floor of East Wing, the roof, the third floor, the second floor, and the first floor have all the same audio. Keys are like they're right next to you, steps, all of it. On West Wing, if you're on first floor and somebody's above you, you hear the above you audio. It's still weird, and I think, but like East East Wing is destroyed. East, East all Wing four is, levels are one level as far as audio. It's, it's it's if they're on the same level as you, it is sound equals same level. Yeah. Otherwise, it's sound equals other level. Dude, not so I mean if you're on for me, it's been all four floors sound equals same level. All of it. It's crazy, it's, dude. Like, I, so I think people, like, I felt so bad. I straight up played a two-man because I knew. Like, me and uh, Geeks were yeah. fighting, and the first half of the fight, me and Geeks were like, wait, are they on second or are they on third? And we, like, did this thing, and I see them, and I, like, peeked it, and I engaged them. So they knew I was at that end, and I was like... And I went down to first floor and I told the geese, I was like, I want to push them. I want to go under them on first, but I'm worried they'll see me like through the hole in the floor. And then they started throwing grenades at me on second. And I was like, oh, they have no idea. And I just ran all the way, like full sprint, never stopped. Just ran all the way, ran upstairs and just shot them both in the back of the head. And I just like, I was like, I just played them the audio. They thought that I was running at them and they were peeking the hall, shooting the hallway. And I was, I was underneath them. They had no idea. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean that makes the, the the one the one good engagement I had in the last week. I realized it was a one v four. It was like oh, one geez. level one and three level twenty somethings, and I wiped the whole squad. And it was literally like all in that first second yeah, four yeah. near three ten. And that's I was doing the down the stairs up the stairs, and, and I wasn't even thinking about the audio. It was more just like yeah. they're they're a four man, so they're going to be chaotic. And I know that everything I hear is a threat, so I can play. Yep you know, much more aggressively. Um, but now that I think about it, yeah, the audio is probably completely fucking Bro, worked for if them. you play flanks right now, it's crazy. It's it's, al it's almost like cheating because you, the audio information you're giving them is that, oh, this guy's going to be aggressive and push right at me. But then you're on another level. So then they get confused and you just drop behind them. It's crazy. It's so weird. And, and East Wing is worse. West Wing definitely got worse. It still has struggles. But East Wing, it's like no matter wall to wall, top to bottom, the whole thing got weird. And it's and there are so many quests in there, bro. So many people pushing for loot. Like it, it's you got to go shoreline quite a bit, dude. And it's rough in there. It's real rough. 
What have you been wearing for helmets at all, if anything? Uh, just whatever I have. I know I don't buy helmets. Um, I just take them. So Face shields at all, or just the normal like level three, level four. I have been using a lot of the uh, ZSH helmet where you can't wear the headphones and the face shield because it's like it's like a fast MT. It's class four helmet, class three face shield. Um, Is it clear? The fish. It's like the it's the green or the black one. It's the one where like you turn. No, I mean like the face shield. Oh, yeah. Is it like smudgy or terrible or? It, I yeah, I'm used to face shields because I wear them a lot, but it's pretty smudgy. Um, but because I feel like I can't trust my ears anyway, I just grab that helmet and face shield because there's still so many people rocking PST. You know what I mean? Like and even in vectors or PP19s or pistols or something Bro, that you can stop. The shot the shotguns oh the shotguns are crazy yeah I, it, it never it never like shotguns are it never occurred to me um how one one pellet of buckshot yeah will kill you there's a few yeah like magnum no like almost all of yeah. them yeah one pellet like, to the face can one kill you. pellet so i was i was on i think it's third floor 306 maybe where there's you like jump over the the generator on the balcony. Oh yeah, yeah. Um so I was literally standing on the generator. Two guys were running down on the ground level like right by I think there's like a fire truck or an ambulance yeah, or something. It's just a big truck. Dude was running there. I sprayed his buddy. I had a vector and it like didn't kill him cuz I think I just had PST at the time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he turns, looks up and I'm dead from buckshot. Yep. And I had fucking level five armor, yep. level five helmet, and it was like one fucking pellet to my face. You can just and he just flicked it. You can just react and spam, gun, 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 and you're putting so much buckshot in somebody's direction. If they're not like, dude, if you go customs right now, you have to wear a face shield. Everybody is doing either silent caliber or setup. Everybody's running around with shotguns, and it's like if they. If they have AP twenty, there's nothing you can do anyway. But if they're running buckshot, you better have a face shield because, yeah, dude, shotguns are way underrated, way underrated. Like I was going the last raid of the day when I played with geeks yesterday. I went kill armor, the ZSH with the face shield, and um, I got outmaneuvered. I, it was a two. It was a two man of shotgun boys fighting each other, and me and Geeks tried to make a move on it. The dude swung, snapped, folded Geeks in half. Just like he was like, let's get into this fight. Boom, dead. He was like, I'm dead. And so I peeked the corner and I saw, unfortunately, the farther away guy, and the close guy was in the bush, and the close guy had Magnum Buck. And I was full health, full armor. I haven't been touched. He shoots me once. Both my legs are black. My entire body is half health. He shoots me again in the legs, and I'm dead. <laughs> Kill armor, mutant, helmet, face shield. Boom, boom. You're just folded. Like, I need shotguns to, I need to test out are the shotguns so I, underrated. I have no idea what the spread looks like anymore. Like, yeah. I haven't seen, like, a, the spread testing on shotguns in, like, four years. Yeah, so, yeah. And I'm sure it's, like, I'm sure it's, like, night and day. Like, it's, yeah. Difference from back. Yeah, because I, I would have assumed, at you know, like, 40 yards you know 40 meters yeah shooting like the buckshot that like that's a pretty wide yeah tone you know i wouldn't think that that it was literally just regular seven millimeter whatever that's buckshot crazy. it wasn't magnum it wasn't it, 
you can put like the the tactical choke on it too. I know Deadly's done testing with that. That really actually tightens the group up a little bit. Yeah, but the Magnum Buckshot bug is back. They fixed it, but it's back. Where like past like 15 meters, it shoots in a complete donut. No pellets go in the middle. So if you aim at somebody's face, it'll just go whoosh. It'll, you'll hit three pellets in their chest and everything goes around their face. You can go on the hideout and shoot and it's just like, boom. <laughs> but it's oh like, it's like less than 10 meters or something like that. It'll be like a normal shotgun spread. And then farther out, it's almost a complete circle, which that was yeah, in the I'm game for a while. And then they fixed it. And then with Magnum specifically, at least could be more, but with Magnum, it's back. But shot, dude, yeah, shotguns are crazy. I've gotten shooter more than heaven shots with AP twenty before. All the buckshot dude. rounds are really strong. Like it's it's uh, wild. I gotta I gotta like, I just had this thought, and uh, I feel like it's kind of probably super important <laughs> to just Tarkov in general, and it's all these bugs that we're talking about that all of us know about that we're all think are like ubiquitous right like mm -hmm. oh he swings fucked i'd be willing to bet you that 99 out of 100 people nobody's reported anything oh yeah there's a world in which like nikita doesn't have any idea that anything's some wrong, of this right at least some of these things are wrong yeah a hundred percent because every time i talk to him whenever i talk to him about like a specific thing he's always like oh we haven't gotten a lot of reports like like the net code so imagine, do you think that just because of the subtlety and like of the movement being all weird and stuff, like before I mentioned it, do you think that like it started right when I pointed it out to you or it was probably around no, for like ever? 100%. 100%. It was around for forever. I just like, you like opened my eyes. Like I just, like I saw it all the time. I just never noticed it. And I had no idea what net code was really yeah, yeah. like I learned everything I know about it from talking to you and all this stuff watching some battle nonsense stuff like I had no idea like it's just game it's just multiplayer game lag you know my internet sucks I could have rationalized it away a million different ways yeah, so I think so it was like there all the time yeah. up, when I first brought it up to Nikita as like hey like you know what's your guys' status he was basically like we haven't gotten any re widespread reports of any issues everything's fine on our end Bro. That was before I before I made my netcode video. Here's so here's the thing. So though. that just makes me think like no like I'm almost about to say like we need to start mass reporting shit. Yeah. Or or like there's gotta be some other mechanism. Maybe like I create a fucking poll and distribute it through all the content creators and yeah. they give it to all their community members where it's like, what are the major bugs right now? And then, and then I personally hand that to Nikita and say, "Hey, we have a hundred thousand fucking votes saying sound on shorelines an issue." He's gonna be like, "Oh, yeah," because that's way more efficient than a bunch of people just doing bug reports. Because the, as a software engineer, when you go into if you go into shoreline and you experience a sound issue, I'm telling you, nothing in any of the logs, none of that is relevant. Mm. It's not like they're gonna see an error that's like error sound sound not bad. Processed. East wing. Not, yeah. It's yeah. it's the logs are as good as the people who log them. Like you have to explicitly say, run this line of code, you get a variable, do something with it, but then also print out to the log, here is my debug log for this variable, colon, and then print out the variable. So that you, like they have to manually do it. So if they aren't looking for it, mm -hmm. 
then there's no logs about it and only only like unity bugs um or unity errors which if you open up your console i mean mine is just full mm. it's just full system runtime exception system throw for not handle validate like it's just full of just junk so it's it's absolute garbage um so like there's no there's no benefit in doing yeah. a bug report other than informing Nikita that something is wrong. But even those things are so nebulous that like a million people can submit a million bug reports and it'll be like eight hundred thousand discrete kind of issues. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I wanna if I could get everybody in chat here to vote and like have you experienced a sound issue in Shoreline, everybody would say, Yup. And it would be Shoreline audio is fucking broken. And then whatever the issue is. If it's related to sound, then, you know, once they fix the issue, yeah. it will presumably it's either specific to shoreline or it's more general and it should fix it everywhere. Yep. Um, so I don't know. What do you what do you think? Is there I a think, mechanism? So I think like that is 100 um, percent. Like your well, not 100 percent. It's more your wheelhouse to know like what a bug report would look like and how much of that information is rele relevant. Obviously, it's most of Nikita's wheelhouse and BSG's because they would be able to tell us. But like, well, the, here's the thing: is that like on one hand, Nikita straight up told us like a year and a half ago that he was going to work on allowing us to report bugs in game. And we've had this conversation before, and it's funny, every time we have this conversation, the same thing happens. My mind explodes, and I go, holy cow, you're totally right. I treat all these issues as if every member of BSG watches all the streamers and engages on Twitter and does all these things where I see... I'm I'm just like at my wit's end. I was like, guys, please stop beating this dead horse. But I get yeah. all my information from YouTube, Twitch, and playing the game. Well, I don't assume that the devs play the game very often because it's their job to make it. And that means I probably don't assume that at least most of the hardcore like coding audio devs aren't like, you know, in my chat or in Pesley's chat all day. So it's like whatever gets upvoted on Reddit, yeah. honestly, is probably what is probably what gets it's seen the most, the most. attention. So like, which is actually horrifying now that I say that out loud. Yeah. So, so that's step one is that like every time we talk about this, it really does blow my mind and remind me like, holy cow. Yeah. If I really think critically about it, I bet that there is a world where a lot of these bugs are completely flying under the radar. So that leads me to like, you have to be able to report a bug in game. Like, I don't know if you can access the launcher or report it while the game is running. You can. Like it just it just seems I don't know maybe I should, we just one of us should, yeah, should make a video about the, like like I, see, what I, if don't, there was, I don't think what if at the end of every raid you could like click to a menu you didn't have to it wasn't like a screen but like you could click to a menu where you could like submit the files for that raid and a brief description like. Once again, I understand what you were saying is like you don't want to swing the pendulum too far the other way where things are getting mass reported. And then, you know, and then you've got phone books of useless information and like flying around people's inboxes at BSG. But yeah. but at the same time, my my worry is that if we start a poll and it's like we get 100,000 votes and they're like audio's bad, Nikita will just be like, well, show me the log files. It seems, you know, it looks fine on our end. Like, where's that happy medium where we can get them not just an angry mob saying something's wrong, but also not flooding people with like 
the Great Wall of China's worth of code that's useless to them. What's that? Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, the, the thing is, is that in in almost all of these cases, again, like I, I, I can only guess because I don't have full information, but yeah. um, but I have enough information where I'm like 89 percent sure um, that most of these things apply. They're just like general kind of software things where. I mean, I, we have access to the logs. I've read yeah. through all of the logs. I know the types of things they're logging. It's the types of things you fucking log. Yeah. And, and none of those things are going to catch a bug like the audio is fucked up. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's just not. It's not something that would ever be in the logs um, or, or it'd be very, very rare. And in that case, it would be extremely easy where it's like, oh, no reference to this fucking sound identifier. And it's like, oh, we named this you know, sound thing wrong or what, like, mm -hmm. but so I think, like, I honestly think if I could right now come to some conclusion, it would be, imagine if I had a, uh, a poll, did a poll with the fucking community or whatever. And it was like a bajillion people all said, yeah, the shoreline audio is fucked. And then I went and recorded a two minute video with a, with someone in an online raid where I could very easily do here are the steps to reproduce the issue. Because mm. all of these issues that we see, the reason why logs are good is when you have intermittent problems. Because what, what happens is it's like, I don't know how to reproduce the problem on my end. So I need to see what happened on, because it was like a rare thing yeah. that happened for you. So that's when the logs, because yeah. usually you have like, if one in a million chance happens, throw a log here with the information that would be crucial to solving the problem. Yeah. But if you have... If I could, like, if I can go to Nikita and say, "Hey, go to East Wing with two players and walk around. Use your ears." Yeah, just <laughs> they don't need logs anymore. Yeah, if they need if they need logs, then I'm horrified. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrified because that's like when you go to the doctor, you broke your arm at, the, at a fucking football game. And they're like, I need to see the video of the of the collision. Yeah. And it's like, no, my arm is fractured <laughs> yeah. out of my thing. Like, it's broken. Oh, well, yeah. you know, I'm going to have to see some sort of photographic. No, man. Yeah. Here's the problem. Do the fucking x-ray. None of these issues are, like, rare. They're all 100% yeah. reproducible. So yeah. they just need to be convinced that they exist. That's so true. How do we do that? Because, yeah, I mean, because you're right. Like I said, I'm totally on this bandwagon now where I'm like, holy cow, like there's a very real possibility that some of the stuff that we would consider like widespread is just flying under the radar. Um, because everybody assumes every, I mean, it's kind of like by, the bystander effect. 100%. Everybody assumes yes. that someone else called 911 already, yes. so they're not going to call 911 for the screams in the alleyway, you know, yep. like. Yep. 100%. And then, yeah, and then a lot of times where it is most present on social media is just tied up in a bunch of vitriol, and it's hard to discern, like, a real constructive thing. So, so I feel like, I feel like there's probably tiers of, like, huge, giant, everybody encounters this every day. Like, the audio, like, West Wing Shoreline, like, steps to repeat process, open game, click Shoreline. Like, you know what I mean? Run to building. Yeah. yeah. The problem exists. That's it. So there's like issues on that tier that are probably just like, all we have to do is bring them to your attention and their attention and from somebody that they trust enough to be like, listen, just like go do the thing. Just go see it. And you'll freaking send Demirka or whoever it was to Shoreline and he'll see. And then there's probably, you know, tiers of things that happen less often. 
Um, Subtlety was saying, so much from Subtlety was saying, would they need something like Star Citizens Issue Council? This is a really interesting thing, but there's a there's a Tribunal. a page on their website, and it's a it's built into the thing, and it's a community driven thing. Imagine like Reddit, but reworked and specifically for bug reporting. And so basically it's this whole community driven thing where somebody can report a bug and then that can immediately get like uploaded to oblivion saying, you know, please fix, please fix. This is bad. And then you've got a whole bunch of people submitting documents. And then you've got a whole bunch of people saying like, uh, I've, I've repeated it this way. It happened to me here. And then, and then that's because it's this, it's self-contained as this one thing. So then the devs can like pull this one bug. They can see a bunch of information about like specific things that trigger it from upvoted comments. Should I just make a Tarkov bug council fucking subreddit like if right you, now? Dude, uh, but see, I, yeah, Reddit is scary. I mean, that they'd probably be a good place to start because oh, dude, we can totally do it. It's totally fine. Everybody there is reasonable and yeah. they love me. It'll be great. But it was, it was just... I, and I don't know what it is, but it's like, but seriously, like you're right in the sense that like Reddit, like every major problem that has had to do with technology, I always Google it, can't find anything relevant at all. Then Google the same phrase with the word Reddit at the end. And on my second post, I find the issue like that. That is the light side of Reddit. And that is the light side of a community of people. It's like put us to work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you saying that there aren't guys in the Tarkov community that wouldn't read every single line of those log files and, and be like, oh, this and this? I mean, there have been bugs that have been fixed today and values that have been changed through guys like NoFam and the Wick. Like, so give us a place to do that, which is Star Citizen. It's this whole issue council. It's on their website. It's branded like their stuff. And they have fixed, they have found and fixed crazy bugs through the issue council. Something like that, whether, whether we freaking make it up via the Reddit or they build it into something but like put the community to work like it's the whole if you give somebody something to do they'll do it and if not they'll just complain you know what i mean and and we and i my mind is being blown right now because that's we are, we're standing with this grand canyon between us everybody experiences the bugs all day and doesn't know any doesn't know what to do so we all complain and then on the other side they don't have any information about the bugs so they don't fix them and it's like how do we bridge that gap a little bit so yeah, I mean, so like, do you um, do you get any? So you don't experience the the fucking like two minute wait after every raid. I thing. don't. Um, I never do. But, but um, sealable does almost every time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure that I know what the cause of that is. Um, and again, this is like another example where it's like clear it's like clear that, that there's a divide between like the expectations of us and like where the devs yeah. are at with like understanding because like i remember mentioning it to nikita and like when i mentioned it to him he's like oh oh okay like if you're experiencing anything like that like we need logs and to me i'm already like wow like that means that they must not have law like <laughs> all it for, for a bug like this yeah when i looked at the logs I found the problem mm. or at least like the thing right next to the problem. Like it might not have been yeah. the problem, but it might've been like, Oh, here's the bullet I'm taking out of the wound. And Oh, it's the blood splurting from it. Yeah, That's the yeah, problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so close to the thing um, mm. that like, and then when I, when I mention certain things like, um, 
like uh, the network diagnostics log. He was like, oh, which log is that? Like, where is it? You know, he's like, what are these? Where are these log lines? Like, in which log? Like, yeah. it's like you. I now know I've like memorized the pattern of because all it takes is 20 minutes of 20 looking minutes at, of three or four days worth of logs to where I now know I now know their entire network diagnostics process and like what they do. So here's what I think the problem is. Here's what I think they should do. Um, and then also like keep in mind that this is another example of something that's indicative of like 50 percent of the players experience this fucking thing. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to me, I mean, I, you know, maybe the dev team is fully aware and Nikita's oblivious or maybe, you know, maybe none of them know. And this is like total news. Um, but from talking to Nikita, my, this is my best understanding. I think that if there's any, ever any sort of networking issues, um, whether it's like packet loss or whatever, mm -hmm. um, so this is actually kind of like triple funny because don't you get like kicked from raids? Like don't you don't yes. you have like really you get I I've get, never had packet loss. I get I get kicked from raids in two different ways. I get sixty thousand packets lost over the course of three seconds, and I know it's gonna happen. And I get complete instantaneous. I mean like running, 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 gaining stamina, see sniper scav, ADS, gone desktop. Just unity error. Like no, no stutter, no chugging, like every well, that's not a network thing. That's like crash, right? Every frame. No, but I'm saying like those, that might be a separate bug. I'm saying my crashes come yeah. from two bugs. There's networking and then like every frame delivers and then desktop. And then it says unity error. And I'm like, what the, like it's, it surprises me. It's crazy. Um, um but, but yeah, so, I get the packet loss thing all the time too. So from, from my, my understanding of, of what Nikita had said, he actually, we were, we were, talking on uh like uh, telegram um which is like discord but then at one point he sent like a 45 second like voice message i think he was like sick of probably typing in english uh so he so all of a sudden it was like nikita's recording a voice message and i was about to like i was gonna hear like somebody tied up and being beaten to death in the background he's like you want to submit bug you, you listen to, to listen to what dimitri in the back has to say about it um but he he basically explained that again this is my best guess but he said or my best understanding yeah i hate how i have to caveat this but i'm trying I, it's, yeah i'm trying to get out in front of all the people that are like that's not exactly right because oh, i'm i'm going so fucking i'm so many things removed here um yeah but my understanding is that you if you experience packet loss or any sorts of issues that the game basically says okay in that raid, you experience some networking issues. So what I should do is let me like set a flag so that once you get out of the raid, before you get back to the menu, run some network diagnostics so that maybe we can see what the problem is. Oh, so they go and they run a bunch of tests and it's a whole bunch of commands that you can literally run in your console. You can literally say the command and it says arguments the last and they all take a fraction of a second, 0.1 seconds, 0.2 seconds, 0.1 seconds, point. They're all there's like seven or eight of them. The last one is a trace route. I think I talked about this yep. last time. Yeah, you did. Well, I've learned a little bit more about this, um, uh, you know, in the research since then, but the last one is the trace route. Now, the trace route traces all the packets along all the yeah. hop because it wants to figure out where where the packet loss is. Yeah, um, so, so I kind of further refine where and what's yeah. happening, yeah. And, and it takes it takes longer than 
you're, I mean, your ping might only be, you know, 25 milliseconds or whatever. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that it actually needs to like go to the first. You, you can think about it this way. This is an oversimplification engineers. Bear <laughs> with me. But it's like it effectively goes to the first tower and then comes back and says, here's my time. And then it goes to the second tower and comes back and says, here's my time. Yeah. And it goes to the third tower. So it's tr that's how it's. You know, kind, yeah, it's, kind of it's, figuring a, it's out a little bit more layered than just ping, which is just like there and back as fast as possible. This is like a little bit more. It's layered. why you can see three milliseconds, one millisecond, eight milliseconds, three milliseconds. But why did it take 40 seconds? Because it has to do a whole bunch of things, wait for timeouts yeah. and the, the, the time to live on the packets and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, so. But every single time that they do this thing at the end, they do the, the trace route and the trace route. I mean, like when I go in and if I, if I go into my console and I type in trace T R A C E R T space prod dot escape from Tarkov.com and hit enter, it takes 40 seconds. Mm. My logs always take 40 39.89, whatever seconds mm. at the end of this network diagnostics process that Nikita says should only happen. It very rarely if you have connection issues during a raid, uh, except people like you have connection issues all the time, don't have this flag on, and someone like me who never has connection issues uh, has it happen every fucking raid. Every raid, it's like your network's fucked. So weird. Run a diagnost because what happens is when it runs the diagnostics, that's what then creates the network diagnostics log, so that when you submit a bug report, it gets bundled up and goes in. But if nobody ever submits a bug report, they never get the logs. Um, and then if and someone if like you submits a bug report, <laughs> on, and, and, yeah. and people like people like you are experiencing like actual packet loss and actual connection issues, and and it's not flagging for you. So like they might just have it literally where it's like true is false and false is true or something. Yeah, because everybody that has this issue, they all have network diagnostics, That's... and their weight is correlates one hundred percent with whatever the fucking the trace, trace route. route because some people trace route might take two minutes. Yeah, yeah. So see, that's one so of those things where it's, it's like, like turn off the network diag whatever that thing is, just comment that line out. So don't run network diagnostics. Yeah. Just until you figure out what your fucking problem is so that you make it so it doesn't run every single raid. Yep. Just just disable it because it happens in 100% of the raids. You're not benefiting because nobody's submitting yeah. the logs to you, and we're all at the detriment, or the people who aren't experiencing bugs are at the detriment. Bro, how are we, dude, how are we going to do this? How We've got, this is, you're so right. They just don't know. They just don't know about these things. They just don't know. How are we going to freaking, who do we need to get involved? Do we need to get Papa Pestily involved? I know, I know they DM all the time. <laughs> I don't know, dude. This is just like, it's crazy. Like the more I think about it, yeah, it's like, especially because some of this stuff is potentially relatively fixable. Like that. Like if that's as simple as like they could comment that line out, fix it for everybody, and then now that they understand that something's weird, they're spend some time you know developing it, and that could be like in thirty minutes. You know, a, a lot of people will stop experiencing that bug. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The shoreline and, and, thing, and they might be able to, it could be as simple as like a day or a weekend's worth of like looking into it. They go, oh shoot, all of these numbers got times 10 and it moved everything. Let's boom, pow, done. Shoreline audio better. Like, I know that some bugs are going to take a while to investigate. And I know things just like network instability. Like, of course, they're always investigating that, but it's like, it really does feel like there's some stuff sitting on top here that they're just not even aware of. 
Yeah, it's just really hard to know. Like, I just sent him a message saying, are you guys aware of the relatively new Shoreline Resort audio issues? And he's either going to be like, yep, we're working on it because it's crossed his radar for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, whether another Pestley mentioned it to him or Clean mentioned it to him or he it was upvoted a billion times on the Reddit. Yeah. Or he's going to say, no, what do you mean? You know, and then that's like uh, uh, that's danger, dude. you know, like, um, but, but that's the impression I got when I mentioned the the, the waiting after uh, yeah. the waiting after the, oh. the, the raids. Have um, you used the mutant much? Yes. Okay. Have this is like this is probably too specific of a question you you wouldn't remember, but like have, is there like an audio bug with yeah. the mutant when you shoot have, it when you die? Or have something? you ever felt like people knew where you were when you had it? <laughs> because there is a bug right now where sometimes when you shoot the mutant, everybody else except you hears the mutant on full auto, never ending. Until you do something else with your hands. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh no, Chad, we lost. This is the kind of shit that I'm we talking about, them. dude. Yeah. This is the kind of shit that I'm talking about where. <laughs> Where people like now, now I now I have to go back and watch every single fucking sus clip that I ever you saw have with the mutant. The I've been running the mutant eighty five percent of my raids, and I got so frustrated I was running the yep. mutant, and you would and legit I kept dying to fucking cheaters. You would legit never know. The only reason why I know is because like I heard there was like a a bug with the audio of the mutant. And then I was like, whatever. And then I was playing with my buddy and he opened Mark room, picked one up and was like, oh, sweet. And he killed a scab with it. And it like the, the funny clip made it in my highlight video where it was just like, bah, 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 bah. and it just like kept going. And I react and I was like, dude, what the heck? And as I was about to open my mouth to be like the, this bug is happening, somebody ran up and I didn't hear them and they just shot me in the head. And uh, so I was like, oh, geez. And then I told him, I was like, that's crazy. I thought that he heard it too. Then yesterday I was playing with geeks and it was the first time I used the mutant and I killed somebody and I was like talking to Chad. I was like, yo, this thing is sick. And he was like, stop, throw the gun on the ground, throw the gun on the ground, throw the gun. And I was like, what do you mean? And I, and if you throw the gun on the ground or heal or switch to a different weapon, that stops it. But until you do that, it's just, but I wonder but why you I, don't never, hear I never it. heard it. I never heard it for anybody else. Oh, you never like, heard it for? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've heard. I don't know how often it, it happens. Does it sound like the RPK? Uh, if it's unsuppressed, I think it can sound like the RPK. Because I just noticed earlier on Interchange, I heard, I heard like, I heard an RPK like, and I was like, oh, it's Killa. And then I heard another one over there, and another one over there, and I heard like nine RPKs <laughs> all full auto. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, it happened okay, to me well, and Geeks two raids in a row. Like, we survived that raid. We went back into the mutant. I killed somebody. He was like, hey, do it again, do it again. And uh, so, yeah. But but that's what's crazy is that, like, those bugs have happened before, but I felt like it was both ends heard it, and you would have to, like, do something. But the yeah. shooter doesn't know that they're broadcasting their location with a nonstop stream of fake bullets. <laughs> I mean, that right, that right there is a perfect example of how... You should never be ninety. You should never be a hundred percent sure. Oh yeah, that he was a cheater. Yeah, I, that's why I always say ninety nine point nine because I know enough to know. Yeah, 
that a fucking solar flare could have hit the nanoparticle on my <laughs> on my microchip and you know it just made my eyes glow in the game through walls or something you know what i mean like <laughs> some bullshit like that yeah. would happen but like think about it i mean that's effectively you might as well have wall hacks at that yeah. point i mean i'm i'm better with hearing than i am with seeing yeah. i can i'm i'm actually better when i hear somebody peek out and i just blind pre-fire based on their footsteps than i am trying to line up my shot with vision with, yeah, I'm slower yeah. so i mean fuck like now i wonder how many people i've been have been that have been super sus um because i've been reporting a shit ton of people lately, <laughs> way more than normal yeah. but at the same time the times times that i am have been really pretty confident about it for very specific reasons that just comes down to like instinct yeah and like that just felt fucking yeah, fishy. Yeah. Like I know what I know what it's like to get outplayed. Yeah. But I also know what it's like when somebody has information they shouldn't have. And I mean the audio could explain it, but I will say that you know, me uh, you know, and a bunch of other people every now and then we'll send names if there's someone totally blatant, oh, we'll yeah. send a name to Nikita and be like, "Can you check them out?" And the last 3 names I sent to Nikita he said they've all been banned, and they're all EOD. That's crazy. So now it's like I just I, I literally don't. Yeah. I don't. And then there were and of course those are all people that like people in chat were like, "What do you mean, dude? That was totally fine, totally legit." Yeah, he just outplayed maybe, you. Maybe it, maybe it was, or maybe yeah. your instincts are so fucking bad that you don't see exactly how and in what way that was sus. You yeah. know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Again, or I'm, you're not, trained, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I I've, I can be wrong a million ways. Yeah. Um. But you can't you can't say experience yeah. and knowledge is worthless. You just have to say it's not infallible. Exactly. But that that specifically we were just we were just talking about bugs that they might not know, and I, that made me think of I was like Veritas only plays solo. I was like if he's been running the mutant, God only knows how many times that's happened. Some people have mentioned that, like, I'd be in the middle of a firefight and I'd see something about, like, you know, Veritas, something, audio bug or whatever. And, I, like, it just, yeah. I, I've read two or three people mention it, but nobody ever well, was specific enough that it, like, caught my, my eye. And you're thinking if there's an audio bug, you'd hear it, right? Yo, so yeah, you're because, like, so I mean, you're I, like, oh, I, remember I haven't having... experienced it yet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but you wouldn't hear this one. <laughs> it's freaking Damn, weird, dude. dude. It's freaking weird. Yep. Oh man, dude. So yeah, oh, I don't know, man. God. I, I feel like yeah. And then there's uh, the mutant does this, and I feel like a few other guns do this. I you notice where they you like equip it twice, like you you pull it into your hands and then if it you, disappears like, grenade, and you pull it. Back. If you yeah. Throw a grenade. It does it twice. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking annoying as hell. It is annoying. Um, but yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I feel like we the thing with creating like a Reddit or something like like fully like uh manned by us is that like we would need like moderators right like there you got to have people in there to do the stuff but the only i really man, feel like i feel i'm starting to feel like if somebody like if we not not veritas and i but if we the community if we don't do something to like initiate this bug thing whether it's whether it's all of us deciding we're going to use the the bug reporter and sorry if your logs suck, get better logs, or whether it's we do a poll or whether it's we start in uh, Tarkov issue council subreddit, I really feel like we got to do something. 
I mean, fuck. I, I'm I'm like more and more. I'm I'm getting so frustrated to the point like I don't want to quit. Like I literally told Nikita, I'm like I will do contract development work for you for like nothing. Like I just I just know that if I have fucking access yeah. to whatever, I can help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if if I'm able to say, oh, I have on this special test, even if I don't have access to the code. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, I'll ask the QA team. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm master's degree in software engineering. <laughs> uh, no, I guess I'll be on the QA team. But like, I'm even I'm even ready to like put me in the mud. I don't give a fuck because yeah. I just want to help. You know. Yep. Um. Yeah. So he's gonna look into it. But I literally was like. Dude, I will help with testing, with debugging, with fixing anything, like whatever. Put me, yeah, put me in, in the game, coach. Anywhere. Um, because, again, like a lot of these issues, like the sound, um, these are all things that I'm pretty, I'm pretty, it's not to say I could necessarily fix them. Yeah. Um, Because that's a different ball of wax. But every every development job I ever got in my 10 years the first thing they do is they sit you down and, you know, you get you set up and everything, but then you have to, like, you look at the code base and it's 8 billion files that are all like, I don't know anything. And they're like, okay, so, like, there's this button that's, you know, rounded and we need to make it square and make it blue instead of green. Yeah. And then you spend all day trying to find, like, what file is the green color to find? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but what you do is you, like, learn where all the things are. Um and then you're usually solving a few stupid or annoying bugs um, in a code base you completely don't understand. Yeah. Sometimes in a language with technology you don't understand. And I've always been, that's like, of all the things I'm good at, that's one of the things I'm like the best at. Where I've always excelled at my jobs in the first day or two. I always have like three bugs fixed. And it's always been like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. th this is actually what caused issues at my last job that I quit. Because... I was there. I went to California, and in the first two or three days that I was there, I had like three pull requests up with like long-term bugs that had hadn't been fixed that had been annoying like the testers, but like the other iOS guy didn't fucking care about. He's like, "Yeah, I'll get to it whenever it's low priority." And I fixed three of them in, in like no time as the new guy. And he was like, literally the day I left after like getting the laptop, uh -huh. meeting the team, and then coming back to work from home, he basically told me like, "Pump the brakes." Oh, like, Jesus. He's like, I'm like, I'm looking forward to really fucking making progress and helping you guys out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just don't just don't do too much too soon. All this stuff basically told me to sandbag so that like basically so he wouldn't look. Bad. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I ultimately left was that kind of bullshit. Um, but jeez, I know I know I could fucking diagnose so many of these yeah. problems because, dude, you pray for a bug that's reproducible. Yeah, yeah, like that's what you pray for when you're an engine. And that I, feels I like have solve... that's all we got in Tarkov is reproducible bugs. Yeah. They're not rare. <laughs> they're all. things that happen so much, and that's why they're so annoying. Yeah. But the bugs that I used to have to um, work on in the robotics industry, there were like networking bugs where we'd have a million active users, and we'd have three instances of a particular bug. And it's like solve this one in a literally one in a million thing. So what you actually have to do is you have to like theorize what could have caused this mm -hmm. you need to modify the code to like put it in a state where oh well if this was laggy and this got backed up and the person was in airplane mode yeah. and then left the wi-fi and then did this thing they would get this specific error code and then the app would crash and the one day you go and spend the time and do that and the app crashes you're like yes 
because yeah. you feel like fucking Doctor House yeah, solving, yeah. you know, that the guy it was it was never Lupus to begin with, yeah. you know. Um, but that's my skill set, and I want to do that for Tarkov. I just yeah. I can't do it from. I'm not even on the sidelines. I'm like a peeping Tom in the window <laughs> yeah. outside of left field. With binoculars. I know what's going on in there, guys. Just let me in. <laughs> let, put me in, coach. They're like, put down your window, creep. You've been banned. Bro. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, dude, I mean, that would be incredible. It'd be incredible for you to get back there. But I just keep coming back to like, how do we just more directly interface with them that there are issues? And maybe and maybe that maybe that's led by Nikita or somebody reaching out to somebody and just being like, hey, I feel like there's a disconnect here. Like, what's best for you guys? Like, I don't know. I just feel like like you were saying, yeah, there have I'm, been I'm enough totally of those down. red flags where you were like, hey, are you you're aware of this? Right. And they're like, what? Where it's like, yeah. oof. And and, yeah, and the I thing is, here's the thing is that we talk about it on the podcast. Other people talk about it. And the. The um, feeling people take away is that they're ignoring the bugs. And that's different, right? Like, I, like we're like we're definitely no BSG shills who say everything they say is good, believe them no matter what. Like we will criticize them, but yeah. none but we don't want people thinking that they're ignoring bugs for no reason and intentionally frustrating the community. That is different than just not knowing the bugs exist because they're working on other things. Maybe there's still faults laid at the feet of Battlestate Games that, hey, you need to interface with the community a little more or a little better to see these bugs. But that's a very different ball game to be like, we're too busy working to see the bugs. Then like, yeah, we see those bugs, but we don't care, which is that's the vibe a lot of the community I, has, yeah. dude. And that's not fair. And that's it's the thing not. is that I, I 100% like do not think i do not buy any of those conspiracy theories no. and i don't think that i don't think that bsg or nikita don't care and i don't think they're lazy i, I just agree. think they don't know exactly like which is frustrating for completely different reasons yes and it still makes me angry <laughs> yeah but it's but it's not like it's it's not like a personal thing it's like i just feel powerless i mean it's to bring up the fucking house metaphor again, like at the, you know, they always figure out, you know, three quarters of the way through the episode, like, oh, you never told us you were pregnant. You know, uh, that explains yes, all the yeah, things. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like, you never reported it. Oh, well, I didn't think it was, you know, 100%. like. 100%. So, like, yeah, I, I mean, people, I, I never report bugs because whenever I do, they go off into no man's land. Yeah. And I figure that I, I figure that there's so many bug reports that it must everything must get lost. <laughs> yeah. And there's probably no bug reports, or even the ones that they do get are probably like dumb shit. Like yep. I hate this game, fix your fucking yes. game, and it's useless. So yep. they just delete them. Um so I'm I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna reach out to Nikita. This is something where I'd be perfectly comfortable and reasonable for you to be like, yeah, you got like five minutes, can we jump on a call. Yeah. And then I'll be like, and I explain the situation. And basically say, like, I know you want to know what's up. Yep. But the community, like, and, and see, the hard part is that, like, uh, maybe maybe I do need to talk with, like, Pestily or something. Because it's, it's hard. It's hard to not. And I understand. I, I just get the impression that he probably thinks that, like, when I talk to my community, it's, like, 11 people. You know? Where mm. it's, like, I want to be, like, I get 10,000 unique fucking people every couple of days in here yeah. that are all, like, Oh my God, 
preach. You're saying, you know, so yeah. it's like, I know that the numbers are significant enough. Yeah. Um, so I, but all he gets, you know, they do the, the podcasts and those are just shit shows. Yeah. And nobody ever focuses on anything that's actually like no. a real thing. Um, so I'm going to try to <laughs> yeah, see dude. if maybe if maybe he'd be receptive to like, okay, if we made a subreddit or if I did a, a monthly poll or whatever, um, I got to figure out what the fuck I'm signing myself up for and if it's worth my goddamn time. But that, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think a, I think a great first step is basically just like that. Yeah. Five minute chat. Like, hey, we know you want to know stuff. How much do you hear from the community? How much do you use bug reports? We want you to. We want you to hear. We it. want you to hear it. And you know what I mean? Just to like, even as a first step before, like we create, like just to to hear because because if if his sentiment is similar to ours, but on the reverse, where he like, if you just start that conversation, and he immediately picks it up and he's like, "Yeah, dude, it's super frustrating. Everybody on Twitter yells about our game, but we don't know what you guys are talking about." Then that's just the like seal, like something needs to happen, whether it's led by yeah. you, led by us, led by them. That at least is the seal of like, we feel it, they feel it. Obviously, something's got to change. And then we can figure out what that is. Maybe we, maybe like you, me, and Pestle and a few people just go through and try to find some like stalwart community members that would be down to mod a subreddit. Maybe we do like a special monthly episode of the podcast called The Bug Report and we have like a Discord or a place where people can like put all the stuff and then we just like chat through it. We get everybody in. We like distill the top 10 things of the week and then we can submit that. Like there's some cool ideas. That's a shit ton of time, dude. Bug do. triage is a thing yeah. where, where like we used to sit on like there were times where it'd be like a Saturday morning where it's yeah. like we got a release coming up on Monday and we go through a bajillion fucking bug reports and it was like the first 17 are all like different flavors of the same thing yeah. so it's like just sweep those all into one basket and it's like yeah. that create, create one bug that filtering takes a lot of time and you have to we had the benefit of being so close to the product cuz we like using yeah. I, I was making the app but I was also every 14 seconds I would be hitting build and I would be popping up the app on my phone and, and pressing the buttons and testing it. Yeah. So I would be just to test the feature that I was building nine screens in. I had to swipe the side menu and tap on the button. And so like I was using it like fucking yeah. crazy. Nothing was in its own little island, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we were all well aware of all of the all of the common you know cases that I'm sure that they aren't. So, yeah. Fuck. Maybe I mean, like something just food for thoughts and to chew on. Maybe it maybe discord would be a better place than reddit like being able to like I, I don't know just break break it up into channels map specific or certain things or like people posting clips getting people to moderate it like beginning phases i really think like you said the first step is just ping nikita take five minutes of his time and just see his vibe and if and if he's yeah, feeling yeah. it th because because if on the other end if he's not receptive to it, then it might not be well, worth it. Would waste all yeah. our time. Yeah, if he's like, no, we we know exactly what's going on. Even if he doesn't, even if we all know he doesn't, it, exactly, it, it might not be worth the time to to go forward. But I think there's a, I think there's a few different cool ideas we could do, and even yeah, get some get some people. That would be interesting, bro. All right, we're gonna freaking make. God dang it, we're gonna make some changes. This is gonna be great. We need to get some. Bro, because imagine like, and this goes a long way to ripple effect. Like imagine the vibe from the community. If stuff like this gets 
treated in a relatively short amount of time. Like me and Geeks or me and Sealable or somebody were just saying, we were like, wow, I can't believe the wipes went out for three and a half weeks and Shoreline Audio hasn't been fixed. But once again, imagine if, imagine if so many of the frustrations are just the lack of communication. Exactly. Of that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Imagine if like so many of these bugs, like the freaking after raid bug, the, all that time wasted, all that frustration brewing in people, the some of the sound things, some of the like the gun. Like imagine if some of this stuff gets addressed, swept away timely. Imagine if the community over time starts to really feel like there's a place, whether it has anything to do with us or not, where like bugs can be addressed, you know, taken into account, prioritized and fixed. Like that would go a long way in people's like, willingness to like play the game and enjoy it and be okay with things and want to participate in its development because that's the thing man like i always use star citizen whatever whatever but like it just doesn't feel like the players are tar of tarkov participate in its development very much whereas games like star citizen it really feels like a lot of them do um or want to you know what i mean so yeah so i think that there's some stuff that could potentially turn that around a bit all right. Well, this is my new my new fucking passion project. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I it would be I mean it'd be fucking great, fantastic if if you know and and I would want I would want the focus of this of something like a Discord or whatever to be like you're all robots, no complaining. Yeah. State the fucking facts. Don't be toxic dickheads. If I see anybody say BSG fix your game, I'm fucking. You're out of here. I'll I'll be I'll be the head moderator of this goddamn Discord. So, <laughs> and you know how I moderate. It's oh, you're a dickhead. Okay, you're banned. You're banned. But bro, but bro, I I really bet I bet we could do it. I bet if we like got in, set the culture right, hard, swift, exactly like you are a robot. This is an emotionless place. You provide information, we gather the information, call the information, send the information. And then that key yeah, linchpin, yeah. We'll, we'll download. <laughs> and then that key linchpin would have to be BSG accepting the information and using the information. But if you set that culture early and quick, I mean, like some of the and and that goes to what you were saying, where it's like sometimes you feel like uh, Nikita's just like, what do you mean? You're like you're you did the twelve people you talked to experienced this bug. It's like I mean, we could if if we could build a Discord to a few thousand members pretty quickly. There are a few thousand willing participants and players of this game that are in your and my boat that are growing increasingly more frustrated at the game, but do not want to abandon it, but do really yeah. love this game. Like you're like, I'll do freaking dev work for free. I love this game so much, but it is actually unbearable to me. There are a lot of people like that and we could get them in a, in a discord and, and pump up some numbers and, and then have something significant. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I'm, this is my mission. Yeah, I'm on it. <clears throat> um outside outside of Tarkov, let's 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 end it. Let's bring this baby home talking a little bit like have you got the F1 sim racing thing going? I just suddenly suddenly had like a weight lifted off me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk a little bit about New World and then EA Play was today. We got some new information about like Battlefield. I don't know how excited you are about Battlefield 2042, but there's some cool mm -hmm. stuff going on in the other in the outside Tarkov gaming world, yeah, um, I got the so I got the sim rig all set up today. I just downloaded a bunch of shit. Uh, but dude, you think the UX is bad in Tarkov? Some of these sim racing games, oh no, are 
are atrocious. I had a real rough day the other day because I was like playing the career mode in Assetto Corsa. Like just I just wanted okay. to do some races and like just, you know, learn how the thing works, learn how the fucking steering wheel works and how everything feels. You know what I mean? I and um it was like you enter the first thing, it's supposed to be like a time trial. Yeah. And there's like I'm in VR and there's like oh. I'm sitting in my thing twenty feet away from my keyboard. And I don't realize that, like, if I look up, there's a menu, and I need to, like, click on the steering wheel to give control to my steering wheel. So, But I'm sitting in my chair with my gloves on <laughs> and my VR helmet, so I, I needed to buy a separate mouse and keyboard. Oh, my and God. And so I can actually, like, control, because when you're in the menus, you don't see that in VR. You just yep. see, like, Steam VR whatever. So I need to, like, take my thing off, look at my screen over in the corner. Yeah, I needed to change my whole setup. Um, it was it was a little bit more complicated than I thought, but um, but it was like I'd be driving around and it was just like you getting points. And I was like, well, I just did three laps. Now what? Like, what the fuck do I do? It didn't say like this is how many points you get. Or finally, yeah. you succeeded. It was just like I just hit escape and then like left the race. And it was like, cool, you got a gold medal. It's like, what? You didn't tell me that. Like, I've been driving around. Like, what the fuck? Wasting my time. <laughs> um, and and then one of the other issues I had issues with like the shifting. It was kind of weird. Um, and then I ended up watching like a beginner. The guy was like a dad, um, but he was like a beginner going through a set Corsa and he had the same like three or four, like, what the fuck am I doing here? When do oh, I quit? Yeah. Why is the shifting so weird? And I was like, yes, like the, I've seen one other person on planet earth play this game and they had the same the questions same that I did, <laughs> but you need to literally download a third party mod called content manager. And that becomes the UI for the game. So nobody, nobody who plays the game Assetto Corsa, which is one of the most popular racing games out there, like nobody actually opens the game and clicks on like career mode and chooses oh their car. They all use God. a third party launcher effectively where you set everything up because the other one is so bad. That's crazy. It's so bad. So, yeah, it's been a little bit of a learning curve, um, but I got all that set up. And then finally, I got to racing and um, I vomited a lot. I was gonna I was gonna ask bro if it's like does it how fast does it come on to or you're like yo this is cool like, no, you're it's, just like, I it, it's only when so I mean I because I was just impatient wanted to get into like the fun shit because I had been driving around a fucking uh uh Fiat 500 you know like front wheel <laughs> drive in the beginning of the, the yeah. career mode so i'm like all right so i fucking grabbed like a bmw rear wheel drive that was like souped up one and then i was like fucking and then i just went full f1 you know like yeah yeah eight bajillion horsepower and i mean you give those things too much gas you'll just spin like it's so different than i've played plenty of games where like you you know you gotta make sure you don't give it too much gas because you'll spin out this yeah. is like a whole different ball game of if you've ever driven like an actual sports car supercar racing car like you would yeah. know how quickly those things can get fucking out of control um it's only as soon as my i'm going i'm rolling backwards instantly i'm like oh i need oh. to take i need to close my eyes because my body it can handle seeing things this way yeah and it's like it's i'm like one percent nauseous and yep. I can just kind of breathe. If I have my fan blowing, it's okay. But then as soon as I fucking spin out and start rolling backwards, backwards. I'm instantly like, oh, fuck. And the other day, I literally needed to, like, come over, put my fucking full screen camera on, and then, like, ran up the stairs. And I still have all my boxes for my sim rig over there that are just everywhere. There's a million boxes. And I'm, like, 
tripping over the boxes, like my mouth's watering. I like know it's coming on and I'm still live. I was upstairs literally like dry heaving for like 20 minutes while live on stream. Are you just watching serious? My oh my <laughs> yeah, dude. God. Yeah, dude. It, it was, it was. Oh my God. Yeah. That's rough. I, I was like, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to keep. And it was like three or four times where I felt really bad that I'm like, I pushed myself I, too far. I can't do and it. It's 87 degrees in my basement. So oh my God. I'm fucking have a VR headset sitting in a thing with leather gloves and you know, whatever. Oh man. Yeah. Bro, that's, that's weird. Like it's weird how your body. Yeah. Like, cause, cause it's like, it's like if you've ever been in a car and the car pulls up next to you and they start moving forward very slowly and like it feels like you're moving backwards slowly. Like it's weird how like we are so used to all those movements of going in reverse, going forward, but there's some weird trickery where your brain's like, no, 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 we're not moving. But then another part of your brain goes, yeah, we are. And it's just like, and you just like freak out. Like that's so weird. And I yeah. bet that happens all the freaking time in VR. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's I get I mean I get car sick, um, and it's not so bad when I'm driving around. But as soon as I spin around, yeah, I, I definitely I find that if as soon as I spin, like I'm at this point I'm like not trying to save it because I don't. It's not like I'm like racing or anything. Yeah. I'm just driving against like AI. I'm I just close my eyes, and uh, and I finally set up a bunch of keybinds so now I can like I can restart the race without having to take my before I needed to take my VR thing off, put it down, come over press a bunch of keys but then the problem is is that your vr your menus are spatial right so if you're sitting in the cockpit the menu is like upper left mm. so if you take your helmet off <laughs> your, your your um your fucking goggles off and you put them down in your chair you're literally like looking at nothing so then when i get to my keyboard and take the mouse i can't click the menu because i'm so i need to like i needed to like grab the headphones and like the head do this to then this but then my headphones I needed to like recenter them, so recalibrate. Like this is the center, so that I could reach. But then once I sit back down on my chair, I'm 20 feet outside of the driver's seat, so oh. I needed to rebind on my th dude. It was it's been complicated, man. I've been that's insane. I feel like a I feel like a boomer as hell trying to. <laughs> that do this. is crazy. That's and, and I've so I found out I'm I'm extremely bad at driving. <laughs> After that. That's all it took was, you know, yeah. 75 hours of VR sim set up and yeah, this isn't for yeah. me. <laughs> no, I'm going to get better. No, I'm, I know. But I'm, I'm, but I'm bad at it now. I'm bad at it. Or at least like I know that I'm, I, I am aware of, I'm not starting. There are a lot of things when I start that I'm like, I know I'm starting a little bit ahead of like where a total newbie yeah. would start. Like when I was speed running Super Mario, like I knew I was starting a little bit ahead of the average person who had never really watched as much speed running or analyzed as much speed yeah. running or speed running another game. I knew I was I had a little bit of a head start. This one I was like, I might, but I also like my experience is really limited, so it could all be like useless information that I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, Turns yeah. out it was mostly useless information. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm starting. Like this is one of the few things in a in a really long time where I'm like humbled at how bad i am and it's like it's gonna be a little bit of a grind yeah yeah just like, like chapter one chapter one of the racing dude it took me maybe 40 attempts with the ai at 50 percent difficulty for me to win the first like time trial wow and there's like 50 time trials. <laughs> <laughs> it, took me, it took me like a long fucking time like that's embarrassing bro I mean, like nor Normally, level one of a racing game is like you're instantly passing everybody, and it yeah, doesn't matter. In whatever I was car. coming in, la 
I was just driving into the fucking wall on the first turn yeah. every time. Jeez. I haven't played a racing game since like Gran Turismo 2. Like <laughs> it's been a long time. Does I know Anton is super into that stuff too. Does he do VR? Do you know? I don't know if he does. I know, I know he's Warren got like a setup. Too. Oh, does yeah. Warren? That's cool. Yeah, Warren's setup is pretty sick too. He sent me pictures of it back in the day. I haven't talked to either of them since I've got I've got my setup here. Um yeah, like I'm gonna have to touch base with those guys. Right now, I really there's a there's a uh, a content creator, his name is Chris Hay, I believe, H A Y E or maybe I don't think it's Hayes, something like that. But um, you know, he's he's the the sim racing community on YouTube actually seems like fairly small. Like mm. it really seems like there's only like four or five. Like it's it feels like Tarkov three years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like deadly, pestily, and even pestily was like the new guy. Yeah, yeah. He started doing you know Anton um, the old armor test videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so part of me is like, oh, it feels like there might be another opportunity to kind of come in and and maybe take something that's like really obscure and yeah. not user friendly and maybe you know turn it around but i have a shit ton i'm gonna learn i have to learn because i'm in no i'm in no way gonna be able to be like here's how here's how you want to race level yeah. one you know like fuck no dude i've got so yeah. much more i gotta be so much better of a driver and, and i want to understand all the software and the tools and stuff but i you know, it should be cool we'll that's see. that is sick i mean that's cool i mean and it feels and part of it feels like is exciting to like really start something new and fresh and like complete newbie because then the progress just feels even more rewarding you know what i mean yep. like and i mean i just feel like i mean some people in chat are saying i mean I, it just makes sense racing is a very racing is a very like black and white like you can see your progress like i'm placing better my times are getting quicker like you know what i mean like i mean it was part, similar to the speed run where you could Have just you practice a, spit, a split and just like see the progress like tarkov is so subjective like I played that raid amazing. There was nothing I could have done. I'm just dead. But this yeah. this feels like so to really start at the bottom and then just like see that progress, I'm sure will be incredibly rewarding. Yeah, dude. And I see it totally differently now. It's funny. Like I think part of the reason why I'm a little bit awkward around the track is partially because like I'm kind of approaching it from like the Mario perspective mm. of like there's a specific route and there's long, but but yeah. it's it's a different skill set when you have a joystick and a notch versus yeah. your foot on a pedal and a and like there's torque applied to your wheel and it's like it's it's That's just different crazy, yeah it's it's a different skill set um and you're but, in um, freaking yeah. vr so more of your yeah. senses are just like completely dude the first time i did one of these things turned around and looked through my back windshield to see the cars driving around i was like this is sick dude that like, I'm is sold. actually pretty freaking sick you just like because normally you have to hit a button to look behind yep. you or you look in the tiny little fucking mirror that you can't see anything because yep. it's like 24 by 24 pixels just to be like, it's so That's cool, dude. so sick. dope, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's sick. Yeah, so you'll have to you'll have to come up and fucking try Bro, racing out. That would be insane. In the that would be insane. I want to have like my grandmother try. I'm thinking about all the content. <laughs> about, like I want my dad to drive it. I want my fucking grandma to drive it. I probably shouldn't have my grandmother drive it, actually. <laughs> that would be that'd be really cool um <clears throat> have you seen any of the uh like the explosion that's going on with like new world on twitch right now do you like I mean, everybody just keeps talking about new world do you like, like mmos I, i've never really played mmos yeah um diablo Same. 2 was the closest i ever came but that wasn't really an mmo 
Yeah. Like you could only ever have eight people. Like it was it, yeah. it was it was more of just an online multiplayer RPG, not a massively multiplayer. Like, yeah. You know, like I've seen, you know, like, wow, where there's like 90 fucking thousand people all hoarding around like XQC or whoever or the Asmongold. fuck is playing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Asmongold. Yeah. Um, so I, like, I've seen that before, but yeah, I've never. Yeah. No, I've never really. Uh, you know what? I did play Elder Scrolls online when it first came out for a couple of weeks. Oh, and nice. that that's. I think qualifies as, as a hundred percent. Yeah. That's there. That's um, a big one. But that was, uh, yes. I forget why. I think, I think I was just super depressed because I was just hoping it was going to be like Skyrim online and it was literally nothing like Skyrim. Online. Literally. Exactly. They announced Elder Scrolls online. I'd never played an MMO before. I bought it for Xbox, played it for like two hours. And I was like, wait, this isn't Skyrim, but with my yeah. friends, like, <laughs> um, I'm in the same boat though. So I, my whole life, I've wanted to play MMOs. Like, I remember not like my parents wouldn't let me play WoW because it was like a subscription and they thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. I played RuneScape with like two of my friends on my freaking compact with a Q laptop that I got for school. Like, I remember buying... And it probably stretched out all those bro, bits and bytes of that computer. I, I bought Guild Wars 2. I'm sorry. I bought Guild Wars 1 and my computer couldn't play it. So I was super sad. So I had to return it to Best Buy. Like I've I've always wanted to play it. Return thing. the disc. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And then uh, and then I never had like friends that played because MMOs are like very much so predicated on like groups and guilds and dungeons and raids. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And like and we've talked on the podcast before about how like some of my some of my most formative games actually came later in my life with games like Destiny and The Division which were first-person shooters or third-person shooters that brought in those elements. And that was the first time I ever, like, got friends together or we did a raid. And I, like, blew my mind. Those were some of my best memories. And so I have been, like, keeping an eye on New World. They did a preview event last year. And then this is, like, the two-week beta. And then it comes out August 31st. And uh, I don't know. Like, I, I checked it out yesterday. I Like, I was vibing it. I had a lot of fun. It, like... It very much so seems like a game I could put a few thousand hours into. Like, I don't think I will really? because Tarkov is just, you know, the, so the game. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about it because I, but all I've seen, all I've seen is that like, it reminds me of a mixture of like, what was that game that recently came out that was like the Viking kind of oh, game? Oh, Valheim. Yeah. It reminded it, it like it looked a little bit like Valheim mixed with like, wow, mixed with whatever. And but like i don't know I, I watched it for like five minutes and it was enough to say like oh it just looks like another one of those yeah. fucking games well that's that the thing i didn't look into it at all my bar is low because i've always wanted to play an mmo and i've never played an mmo so a lot of people were coming to my chat last night and they're like what makes this different than wow and i was like dude that is a good question if you've played a lot of mmos i i don't know i'm cutting down this tree right now you know what i mean like well, I, I i haven't i can't it's so like, is, is is it New World? Like, is that is it like predicated on like sixteen hundred, seventeen hundreds America? Like, like what? No, I mean it's like it's a it's like the lore is it's this like island and there's corrupted and there's factions. Not and like aliens, not aliens, like, but like monsters and there's this like corruption that's going on. Very like Oblivion, like you know how there was the the Oblivion and it was like oh, infected. That's very so. There's like magic mm -hmm, and things like that. Mm -hmm, okay, but then it's got the very like conquistador vibe. All the artwork is like the metal and there's like muskets in the game and, and bows and arrows. It's really interesting. It's the first game made by Amazon Game Studios, and 
They, oh, that's right. And this was a complete, as I understand it, this was a complete pivot. Apparently, like two, three years ago, Amazon Game Studios was like, we're making a game. It's going to be this thing. And it was like rust. It was like, it was like a survival game, like, but with this whole aesthetic. And they put, put it out. Two rocks and together they and put it out in alpha. And everybody was like, this game sucks. This game's trash. So then they like tinkered with it a little bit and made it like added some more like RPG mechanics. And everybody was like, your game's still trash. You need to go more that way. And then like last year they came out with like, this is the new new world. And it was the preview. And they're like, it's an MMO now. And everybody was like, yo, this has potential. So then they kind of like it's the isometric third person mm -hmm. or like, yeah, you can roll. It's very like your your assessment of it basically being like Valheim plus WoW, which I, which I also never watched or played. So actually I very good because a lot of people like it basically because it started as a survival game and then worked its way into an MMO. It's basically now like an MMO with a lot more survival game mechanics. Did you ever play like RuneScape? Like, I don't know how WoW was. Like, I don't know if there was, like, a wood-cutting skill in WoW. But the only the only MMO I actually sunk time into was, like, RuneScape. Like that, yeah. And I remember, like, just building campfires, like, 60 of them in a grid because I was trying to upgrade my campfire skill. And so it's like that. It's very, like, survival element where, like, you have all these skills for doing these things. You can't cut down certain trees until you're at a certain level. And you can you can zoom the camera in to almost like right over the shoulder third person. You can zoom it out to more of like the an graphics isometric. Like really good, or are they just yeah, it's really good. So it, they're really good because um, they're really good for an MMO because Amazon's Lumberyard, which is their engine, was originally forked from like CryEngine, and so like it looks the stuff looks pretty good. Um, huh. So. But yeah, but I mean, it's it's MMO, so we're, I'm doing skills. And then there's this whole, it's pretty PvP focused. There's like factions, there's three factions, and then a faction can control a territory and then upgrade that territory and get buffs in that territory. So if you're in a territory your faction controls, you might get more resources from gathering things or whatever. And then you can launch these like large scale, like PvP battles. So your faction can try to take over one of their factions and then it like schedules it. So everybody can like know what time it is tomorrow. So anyone can be there. It can be there. I, there's still a lot. I don't know. I put three and a half hours in yesterday and it's my first MMO ever. But my, I just felt like I just felt, felt like, like my was... whole life I'd been waiting to play an MMO and, and I, and I couldn't get behind starting one that's more than a decade old. So the fact that yeah. this was new, the fact that people that like MMOs, like Sequisha, I watched Sequisha play the preview. It was the only reason why I want to play it because he loved it. Deadly, who like mained WoW for the first half of his life. He tried it yesterday and he was like, this game's going to suck. And then by the end of the stream, he was like, Chad, I could actually sink about a few thousand hours into this. So the fact that people that like MMOs like it makes me think that it's a good game. You know what I mean? Hmm. But uh, but it's like it's definitely not for everybody. Like if you don't like MMOs, I weirdly like that stuff though. Like in a, I don't know, I don't know if I like yeah, them. In yet. a bunch of games that I used to play, like I was talking to chat, I was like, I could fire up a stream and just vibe, throw on some lo-fi, talk to you, and cut trees down for eight hours to get this skill up, so that I could then go cut these better trees down to get resources, so I can craft this musket that I want really bad. Like I've always been just down with that kind of stuff, the grindy stuff they've now, got imagine if after you cut down two trees the third tree gave you fucking one percent experience and then the fourth tree gave you zero experience yeah how, how fun would it be to fucking grind yourself? yeah no <laughs> yeah um 
there's like PVE content with like dungeons. You get four or five people in, you go to the dungeons. There's PVP dungeons and raids. Um, it, dude, it seems it seems pretty cool. I had a blast playing it. I think I'm actually gonna play it because my streams after the podcast are always a little bit shorter because we we go in. I think I'm gonna play it tonight. And uh, and then it this is kind. It, they say they're calling this a beta, but it's a polish pass. Like the official, like they're already marketing the official launch date of this game is August 31st. There's no way that they're gonna like redesign mechanics like they're just balancing yeah. and polishing everything um but it's pretty dope people are digging oh, it so like so it's actually like the proper beta yeah like <laughs> yeah usage of the term <laughs> yeah that's the that's the one um maybe i'll give it a try well uh, actually maybe not i don't know it's like yeah it's like i already had the sim racing that like i just spent like four thousand dollars so i kind of yeah. need i like i really want to I want to get sucked into that. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Justify. The beta but, um, is yeah. the beta's around for like maybe 10 or 12 more days. If you want a key, I have a few. I can give you a key so you don't have to like pre-order the game to, to download it. So then you can have like 10 days to just like hop in even for a few hours offline and just see if it you vibe it. Um, yeah, maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll fuck around with it tonight. But uh, but it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. And it's just memes like getting those those games have such low barrier of entry to like get um your community involved oh that's a really cool thing by the way so amazon game studios owned by amazon what else is owned by amazon twitch you can connect your twitch account and you can invite your twitch subscribers to your guild via directly the interface of the game that's dope it's so sick (laughs) it's really cool um, they were gonna do something like that with uh, that BR that they made. Oh that yeah, played that one day, <laughs> like Hyperscape or something. Hyperscape, yeah, I remember because I had like I, you know, there was like an NDA and all that shit. Yeah, and, uh, I I remember that there was supposed to be like crazy Twitch integration similar to that where it's like you could, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I thought that I was cool. I was like, that's dope. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, uh, and then I don't know if you're excited for Battlefield as like a shooter or not. But they did their little EA Play thing today, and they did some more information on on Battlefield. Did you ever play Battlefield games or not? I I did, but to me it was just like a different COD. Like it was like COD mm-hmm. for when I was bored with COD. Um, yeah. Never really got into. Never really played the campaigns. Mostly just uh, there's something about those games that it felt like a weird. <laughs> it was like Call of Duty combat but a lot more running and driving in between yeah which is like i don't want to run and die after two shots and then respawn and have to walk another 20 seconds yeah. after waiting 10 seconds to respawn and then and i never really liked the abc you know hold the yeah you know i i really liked like the team death I, I mean honestly i like just free for all because that's like just a pure skill based yeah you don't have to rely on a shitty team running around that are you know everybody's just playing for their own thing but um I, i'll probably end up checking it out giving it a try yeah i'm excited because like i always kind of thought the <clears throat> i always kind of thought the same thing they always sold me on the marketing of battlefield games large scale tactical these maps are huge there's tons of players you got to work together you got to move through this stuff and then i would get in and it would be walking simulator headshot spawn at the back walking simulator headshot so they they have talked a lot about like addressing some of that like they made the maps bigger but then they made some control points smaller to make it always feel like there's combat uh there's some interesting things they did a so what they announced today was battlefield portal 
which is like, you know, the forge in Halo, where like you could create your, yeah. <laughs> where you could create your own maps, the forge. Yep. It's that for Battlefield, but they put in all the assets from Battlefield Bad Company, Battlefield Three, Battlefield 1942, and Battlefield 2042. <laughs> So it's like, holy shit! Yeah. So like in the marketing, they were all they were doing all sorts of stuff where it was like 1942 German soldiers with knives only versus a hundred current combat medics only armed with defibrillators, and it was holy just fuck. like, dude, that's like it was like a, stuff that anything you can imagine. The, the those sandboxes that have been out for a while, I feel like were huge missed opportunities, or not missed opportunities, but poorly timed. Like, remember how you could, like in Tony Hawk, you yeah. could make your own, like, skate parks? That was never, like, it never saw its full potential, right? Yeah. But, like, imagine, but now you think about all the people that, are you know, have a bajillion subscribers, and they make all these custom mods for Minecraft, and then people run through them. Bro. It's like, that, that is actually, like, huge potential like yeah. a sandbox I'm, I'm more intrigued by those sandbox type games now because i see the potential now that you have like a content creator could go and make rather than have just like a video series make them go like a map series where they're making the maps and content around Bro, them and like a part of the yeah. marketing was yeah uh, do you know courage the streamer he streamed on twitch he moved to youtube now yep. jack courage the part of the marketing material was he announced today at EA Play or during it on Twitter. He was like, I've worked with Dice and my game mode is going to be in the game at launch. And it's like everybody spawns with a random. It was like a bunch of stuff. So they're really leaning into that whole like content creators, create stuff, create maps, things uh, in, in the whole builder thing. If it's on PC, it's up to 128 players. Massive. It's crazy God stuff. Damn. So, so. This battlefield is I'm I'm interested in it. Like I'll pick it up, I'll try it out, and it'll be it'll be interesting. It seems pretty cool. And then there's I actually don't know if anything came out about this today, but there were all these rumors that there's this secret mode that everybody at first was like it's a BR, and then EA was like very clear. They were like, We do not have a BR in this game. And then there was some information came out that basically raid based. It was it's Tarkov. It was, it was like Tarkov, where it was oh, shut the fuck. I was kidding. Shut no, a, like there's rumors that there's like a thing that's like Tarkov inspired. Um, but I don't know if any information came out about that today or not. Cause I didn't watch EA play. I, I watched a few trailers after it, but there was like, I was talking to geeks and he was like, yeah, the community, everyone in the, the community thinks that this other game mode is going to be like, like, is this the thing that instance, we've been waiting for a triple A company? Yeah. Like fucking- instance based thing in the battlefield world. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but people oh are, my. People are people are excited. Yeah, it's Tarkov inspired, so the audio uh, will be switched. Your stereo mix flips and gets yeah, turned so upside like, down. <laughs> they just they add a lot more RNG. They don't tell you anything, and then it's the Tarkov game is super inspired. Buggy. It's just Battlefield, yeah. but you <laughs> get worse. dysentery every once in a while because yeah. it's just random chance. To <laughs> it's Battlefield, but you have gonorrhea. <laughs> um. Anyways, that that's exciting. So there's 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 some other stuff. We're we're in a really interesting spot with Tarkov. We didn't like we don't have to go into it, but like the game wiped. We're already seeing people in the community. They're saying like you know the wipe is over. We have all this stuff that kind of leads us to believe it's going to be a really long Tarkov wipe. You know level seventy one Kappa. You know they're saying the next time we wipe is with streets. So needless to say. 
that there I can see a world where they fill out the fall with content. We get inertia, we get lighthouse, we get stuff. And I can see a future where we're all very thankful that games like New World and Battlefield release in the fall. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Yep. so either way, it's cool that we got some stuff to look forward to in the uh in the fall. <laughs> um true. But yeah, I think uh I think that about covers it. Um <clears throat> yeah. You're gonna go you're gonna go play a new world, you're gonna play Tarky. Oh, hundred percent. I'm gonna go play some new world. I got the bug. Oh, yeah, man. I got the bug. Go for it. Enjoy. Intention. Um, you're gonna sim sim race it up. I know you're not gonna go back uh, to Tarkov. <laughs> I know. I kind of feel like it's you. For, it's like a, a terrible relationship. You forget. I've been away from Tarkov yeah, for long enough. I've been staring at my menu that I haven't for the last you know two hours that I forgot how miserable I've been all yeah, day. Yeah. All you can after see my is first like, raid, I'll I'll probably remember. Like, oh yeah, that's right. You are abusive emotionally and physically. But all you can see um, right now is like, what if I can change it? Like, what if this raid, I, I, I wipe a four-man? <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, guys, thank you guys for hanging. Everyone that's here, um, normal spiel. It'll be live early next week on YouTube and all the Spotify platforms. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, you know, we'll, we'll keep you updated on this uh, potential community-driven let's fix the bugs and escape from Tarkov.com. Um, but thank you guys for hanging, and we will definitely... See y'all in the next one. Peace.